after weeks and months of speculation about what the Chicago Bears would do in the draft. They ended up trading down in number 10 and drafting Darnell Wright. We're going to talk about what all went into that draft selection. We're also going to talk about some of the day two prospects that the Bears could go after on day two of the draft and dive into the mailbag. We'll do all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And so if you want to follow the show, you can do so at Shy Bears Pod on every social media platform. If you want to follow me personally, you can do so at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. And let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So it's finally happened. The Chicago Bears made their selection in the first round. They did trade down one spot to end up selecting Darnell Wright. At number nine. And I already know there are a lot of Bears fans that were upset because Jalen Carter was right there. And they ended up making a trade to to not draft Jalen Carter and draft Darnell Wright. And and things that have come out since then is that the Chicago Bears maybe never really had Darnell Wright on their board is what it seems to be shaping up to. And this is after the last couple of weeks we've heard, hey, if Jalen Carter's there, the Bears are selecting him. And we even said then it was more than likely some smoke screening going on trying to drum up deals, things like that. And it ends up being what it is. The Bears do trade out of that spot. They do not draft Jalen Carter. He ends up going to the Philadelphia Eagles. But the the, the Bears end up sele- selecting Darnell Wright. And that is a Darnell Wright in which, listen, he's been moving up draft boards consistently over about the last month. Eventually, a lot of mocks did have the Bears selecting him at number nine if they stayed there. And so they get what many people have ranked as the, the best offensive lineman other than Paris Johnson in this draft. And so Paris Johnson went way higher in the draft. The Bears didn't have the chance to select him. Personally, I do think that if he was there for the Bears, they probably would have drafted him at at number nine if he was still there. But he ended up not being there, and that's cool, right? I know some Bears fans are going to be upset with that, especially since he was right. uh, Jalen Carter was right there, and and they, they ended up not drafting him. But, hey, they get Darnell right. They get their guy. They shore up that offensive line. He's going to come in. He's going to slide right into that right tackle position. And the Bears pretty much, unless they do anything else with the center position, have their offensive line set. And this is a guy, Darnell Wright, who um, Lou, Lou Riddick uh, said that he would not be surprised if Darnell Wright ends up being the best player out of this draft, regardless of position. And so, listen, hey, that, that's, some, that's high praise there. When you also look at Darnell Wright and what he did in college in 2020, did not allow any sacks. He was... He was one of 14 offensive linemen who played 100, 850 snaps and did not allow a sack and had an efficiency rating over 99. That's it. And then when you look at Will Anderson, right, the way that he basically shut Will Anderson out in the SEC, like what Darnell Wright has done in the SEC, and we know what SEC defensive linemen are, you cannot overlook his potential there. I know there are going to be Bears fans that are disappointed, that are sad, they think the Bears made the wrong decision, that they should have went with Jalen Carter. I understand that. I know he, he listen, he was ranked as a generational talent. Those concerns around him became what they were. And, um, you know, the Bears decided to go in a, in a different direction. But like I said, seems like uh, he was he was off the Bears board. They The Bears did their due diligence on Jalen Carter, right? And so, you know, when he was asked about, Ryan Poles recently asked about it, he said this, I won't comment specifically on him, but character always going to be important for us. That's what Ryan Poe said. He didn't say it specifically, and it, and it is what it is there. But when it came to Darnell Wright, Ryan Poe said he's a nasty dude. Listen, we got a dog on that offensive line. Yes, he needs to work on pass pro. He has to work on that. What he's going to bring to the running game, what his potential is in that ceiling, 
it, it's enough there. It makes sense, right? If you look at the scouting reports for this guy, if you look at everything else, it is what it is. The Bears got their offensive tackle. They sure up a position that we all knew that we needed, right? Everybody knew that the Bears needed. Yes, we need defensive linemen as well, too. And there's going to be some quality ones in the second round of this draft, and we'll be live for today as well. But listen, he's coming in. He's going to play right tackle right along, right away for the for the for the Bears, and he's going to come into an offensive line that's fairly young. When you look at Braxton Jones now having Darnell Wright, Tevin Jenkins, right? We have a nice offensive line. You you add in Nate Davis as well, and then what? Uh, even if Cody Whitehair does move back to the center position, which he was a Pro Bowler when he played center before, there still is some young center prospects in this draft as well the bears did i think they made the right move we we're all high on high on it shout out to bobby uh who in his mock draft had the Bears selecting darnell Wright, and that's what ended up coming true and so it is what it is you guys can let me know what you guys think on it down below are you happy disappointed sad do you think they got this one wrong what are your thoughts on it uh when it comes to it keep in mind luke getsy coached this guy in the senior bowl and we said then do not be surprised if some of the players from the senior bowl end up as chicago bears Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, got an up-close look and got to coach Darnell Wright. And with him and Ryan Poles and the fact that they made that decision, I'm going to trust it until we see otherwise. But let me know what you guys think on everything down below. Now, we'll be live again for the draft tonight on day two. Let us know if you want us to go live on day three as well. If there's enough interest, we'll do it. And some of the best players for the Bears that are available in day two, I'm looking at BJ Ojolari from LSU. This is an edge rusher. Again, I've told you guys, I think that the Bears are getting two starting defensive linemen from this draft. BJ absolutely could be that. But also in the center position, you're looking at John Michael Schmitz, also could be there on day two for the Chicago Bears. You're also looking at uh, Edge Keon White from Georgia Tech, uh, Keanu Benton from Wisconsin, and the defensive tackle Abadarwe, I think is how you pronounce it, the de defensive tackle out of Northwestern. Those are kind of the, the prospects I'm looking for the Bears to be in that range on day two for the Chicago Bears. They may even have to move up, and do not be surprised. As much willing and dealing was done in the draft last night, do not be surprised if we hear the Bears' name move up again, and they maybe even make some moves on day two to go out and get their guy. But B.J. Uh, Ojolari, I think that's going to be the pick for the Bears. I think that's a guy that the Bears can get on that edge that can do wonders for the Chicago Bears. But let me know some day two prospects you guys are interested in. But let's go ahead. It's Friday. The main part of this episode is supposed to be built around your mailbags. Um, let's go ahead and get into the, those now. The first one, this one's for Mike. Yo, hey, this is your boy Mike from Pennsylvania. Just want to say, yo, um, I just wanted to leave this. Um, the old coach for the Buffalo Bills, Marv Levy, used to say, if I don't get anything out of a rookie the first year, that's what I expect. Second year, I expect production. Um, we got a lot more from the guys Poles drafted last year. Uh, he just did great. He did great. And I think um, having him and Ian, they're going to know which lineman's going to fit best on this line. So it, it's going to be good. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, give you all a shout and just say enjoy the draft. Uh, and uh, how about we take the North? and never freaking give it back. How about that? All right, bear down, baby. Bye. All right, and Mike, great. Uh, not necessarily expecting production from rookies in their rookie year, but you make a great point, but we got production in in our, in our the rookie year of several of our rookies last season. Some of them more later in the season than earlier in the season. Some, like, like Jaquan Briscoe, who made an impact right away, 
but we did get impact from those rookies. And we look at Darnell Wright. He's going to be another uh, rookie that we get impact from early on, period. We're getting that impact from him. And he's uh, uh, hopefully, right, he's going to get every opportunity to start. He's going to get every opportunity to go out there and dazzle and be the, the, the right tackle that we need on that offensive line. So can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see, like, how he continues to progress and now develop with this young offensive line that we're putting together. We got a really solid, young offensive line. Like, for the most part, it's, it's all young players. Even Nate Davis it, it isn't that old at all, right? We know that Nate Davis came in and, and he signed with the Bears and he's 26 years old, right? So when you look at Tevin Jenkins, when you look at Braxton Jones, when you look at now Darnell Wright, you look at Nate Davis, like we have a very solid offensive lineman, line that can grow now with Justin Fields. Are all of them going to work out long term? That remains to be seen, right? But we uh, we like them. And then that's not even factoring in J.T. Ricardi, right? And, and what, what we still have from him and, and, and things like that. Like, we have some young talent on this offensive line. We're going to see. That, that pieces, development pieces, we got it all here. And let's see how it ends up working out, right? Let's see how it ends up working out. But, all right, let's get into this next voicemail. Uh, this one is from B.C. Always Right. What's up, Brother Hayes and the fam? It's your boy B.C. You know I'm always right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get my top five. This came out. I'm sending this before the draft. This is my top five before the draft. Number one, my man Will Anderson, but of course he's not going to be there. Number two, Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson. But I seriously doubt if he's going to be there. But the first guy, my number three pick that I think we got a shot at, right tackle Darnell Wright. Yep, I'm going with Wright over all the other tackles. I think he's going to be the best for him. So he's my number three pick which is really my first pick. And then number four, Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson go with the big boy. Paris Johnson, Ohio State, he's the left tackle. Daniel Wright is the right tackle. Paris Johnson, left tackle. And then number five, man, go ahead and grab my man Jalen Carter. If he's still there, number five, everybody else go. I'm cool with Jalen Carter. If they get any one of these five, man, I think it's a great first round for the Bears. I'm going to holler at you right after the draft. We're going to see how any of my picks did. Bear down to the world blow up. This your boy, BC. I told you I'm always right. This is moments after our number nine pick, with number 10 pick, I guess, Darnell Wright. He was on my board. Number three, which is the first guy I said we would get. Bear down to the world blow up. I'm a happy man. Told you I'm always right. All right, and those are two separate voicemails that I just played together because they just flew together. B, for BC's name to be BC Always Right, listen, you called it. Bobby called it as well. Darnell Wright was the pick, and I love the pick, right? And don't get me wrong. There's, there is part of me, and I, and I don't want to separate myself from Bears Nation. There is absolutely part of me that in the back of my head is thinking, are we going to eventually regret not drafting Jalen Carter, right? I'm always going to think that. And, and that's not going to go away for until years and years and years down the road, but it's always going to be that thought in a lot of Bears fans' mind. What if we would have drafted Carter, right? But at least for now, we got exactly what we needed in this draft, what many people had us pegged to go after in the, in the first round. And that was that was protection for Justin Fields. And that's what we needed to do. I wish that we could have been like, like shout out to the Cardinals who just made great moves and stuff like that. But like, um, it is what it is, man. The Bears made, they got the right guy. I think they got the right guy. They get, Basically, you look at what they did. They had the number one overall pick. And they turned that number one overall pick to a weapon for Justin Fields and DJ Moore. And they turned that into protection for Justin Fields and Darnell Wright. With still another future first and another future second to come, right? 
and that 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 future first next year could be another weapon for Justin Fields. As you know, I'm on the Marvin Harrison Jr. train, and if that turns out to it, the Bears got a hell of a haul for their number one overall pick, even now, just now, protection and a weapon for one pick. That's what we got. I think the Bears pretty did pretty damn good in my book. Let's go ahead and get into this next one. This one's from Travis. This is your guy, Travis. I was calling in because I was listening to y'all draft uh, show last, last night, and I heard Bobby over say something about that he don't think that we can win a division. I think we could because last year um, the Vikings, the year before last, the Vikings had 14 one-score games. Uh, they only won six and lost eight. In the next following year, they had 12 one-score games, and they won 11. I'm, what I'm saying is I figure we'll learn from that this following year and learn how to win those close uh, close games. And also, I want to know, what are you? What should we do now in the second round? Should we stay put or should we try to move up and try to get uh, a defensive player? Thanks a lot. Have a blessed day. Can the Bears make, win the division, right? Should the Bears – Here's the thing. Yes, I think there is a potential there, but I, I can't call it this early because I have to see how this team's going to come together. Yes, we have t- we have talent on paper. We have weapons now for Justin Fields. And we have weapons that make sense, seem like they're going to make sense to be able to work together and what they're going to bring. But you have to. We always. I, I'm always hesitant to say these type of things until I actually see how it looks on the field. Right? How it comes together on the field. How this new linebacking core actually meshes well with the secondary that was pretty good in the secondary last season. How, at least right now, we still haven't addressed heavily on that defensive line and our ability to get to the quarterback. We still have to get to the quarterback. So, yes, Walker brings some of that as well, but we still need to get to the quarterback and help out that secondary, help out what should be one of the better coverage linebacking cores in the league. So we have to figure out a way to do that before I'm willing to say that. So, But I do think there is a potential for that. There is absolutely a potential. Is it a surefire thing? No, I'd be crazy to say that. But the potential absolutely sits there. Now, as far as what we should do in the second round, kind of address that earlier in the show. I think defense heavy is going to be that second round. I think second and third rounds are going to be defense heavy unless like a, a center or something pops up or a wide receiver that the Bears just did not expect to be there. But overall, I expect defensive line to be addressed here in day two. And so we'll see what that ends up working out for the Bears. But I think that that's the route we're going to go. And uh, BJ uh, uh, Ojolari is the guy, is the guy that I have kind of focused on right now probably won't be the pick because i am so focused on him but he is a definitely a guy that i think the bears could and should go after if you leave it up to me all right let's leave it up to this this last voicemail for today this one's from rory and i missed rory's voicemail last time so we're gonna go ahead and play that now hey what's up hey it's your boy rory man how you doing bro hey man i was just curious man so um question so what do you think um year two of justin Fields? or this Bugetti uh, offense is going to look like. Because they want him to be a pocket passer. So that's not, it's going to be, a, it's going to be, we're going to see a lot more um, passing now from Justin Fields as opposed to him running, him using his legs like before. Um, so I'm really interested in seeing that. So, I mean, because we know he can make the big throws, but now it's going to be more reps of him throwing. And he has weapons to work with now. And, you think about it, our running game, we we we, we led the lead in um, rushing. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, Phil, if uh, Pose get in there in the draft and he start, you know, he really beef up that uh, offensive line. You know, look at look at that. We led the lead in rushing 
with what we had. And look how many times that Justin Fields got sacked. That's like crazy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, that's mind-blowing, you know. So think, think about the rushing yards that we will get, you know what I'm saying, from our backs, you know what I'm saying, with, you know, if he uh, post going in really beef up the offensive line, we get some better offensive line. So I think we're, you know, we're going to do much better on that as well. And also, um, how you feel about um, about the um, Bears re-signing Dante Pettis? I mean, I'm all right with it. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I would have went with um, with um, with um, Nikhil Harry. I'm like, why didn't they re-sign Nikhil Harry? He's a big body, you know, receiver. You know what I'm saying? I think he's pretty good. I think you know they should know they, they should have re-signed Nikhil Harry instead of Dante Pettis. But I'm okay with you know Dante Pettis. I mean. Our receiver core is looking pretty solid. So, I mean, you let me know what you think, Hayes. All right? How about you, bro? What year two will look like for Justin Fields? Here's what I'll say. I actually, the fact that I didn't get to get through this voicemail last week, I think it makes it even more poignant now that we know that we got Darnell right. Right? We're starting to get that offensive line together. And I think that with that, and hopefully protecting Justin Fields better, yes, we can, we can evaluate him better as a passer. And that's really what it's going to be. He has the weapons now. Hopefully he has the offensive line that's going to protect him. Hopefully Luke Getze now takes the gloves off a little bit more with that offensive play calling and we get a little bit more creative in those areas. And I think we're going to see a dynamic passer who also is always a threat to run and is going to keep defenses on their feet. I think Justin Fields is going to, sh- is going to show some people and wow some people with his arm and what he's able to do with slinging the ball. Um, whoa, that was a maybe a pause moment. But, you know, so that's what I think there. You guys can let me know what you think on the bottom now. As far as what we um, re-signing Pettis, it makes sense for what it was. Pettis showed some flashes last season. When you look at anybody, I, I know you said over Nikhil Harry. To me, Dante Pettis is the route that I would go. Nikhil Harry, yeah, he brings the size and some things like that, but Pettis flashed some things for us, and he, he made some mistakes too. He had his own issues with drops and things like that, but I think Pettis is also a little bit more versatile. I think they're going to use him some in the special teams game as well, and I think that's why we saw him be the one that they re-signed. But please, everyone, let me know what you guys think on all that down below. That is it for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central for now. We'll be live again for day two of the NFL Draft tonight, so make sure you guys are tuned in for that. But otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearsCentral at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, for our mailbag episodes, we get enough in. We'll have another voicemail tomorrow. Um, if you could do that, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 